Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We are your hosts, Amy and Kirsty, and we're so glad that you're here with us today to learn more about organizing and decluttering in your home. Today we are talking about what's behind your cupboard doors. We have seen in the post in our Facebook community quite a lot um, and we got a request um, the other day from somebody as well saying, can you talk about when my house is looks really, really organized, but actually if you opened up any cupboard door, everything would fly out at you. So we thought we'd talk about that. <laughs> and this is something we see really often, isn't it, Kirst? We walk into some clients' homes and we can instantly see where they need the help and why they've called us. And then there's other times we walk in and think, um, what are we going to do for four hours? And mm-hmm. usually it's in those homes where as soon as the client opens up a wardrobe or a cupboard or the linen press, you go, ah, here's what we're here for. Yeah. So we'd love to know which side, which which listener are you? Are you the really tidy house and don't look in the cupboards or are you the, you'll see how we live as soon as you walk in the door? <laughs> yeah, red hot mess versus red hot mess but hiding it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and often it's those red hot mess but hiding it clients that can find it difficult to justify getting professional organizing help or even to say I struggle with that and I need help from their partner or from a friend or family members because it looks okay but actually what's behind the cupboard doors can really be triggering of stress and anxiety if you're the one that's opening the cupboards all the time so if you're linen cupboard if the door can close but once you open the door it's chaos in there If you're the ones putting away the sheets and towels, that's going to stress you out. It's probably not going to stress anyone else out in the family because they don't even notice it. Yeah, or uh, for instance, I've got a client who 
the cleaner puts away the stuff. So she went to all this effort to make the wood, the linen cupboard really organized and really perfect and she knew where everything was, but it wasn't clear to the cleaner. Well, it may have been clear to the cleaner on opening the door, but she may have had not enough time. So she just shoved something in there without actually taking stock of what, where she should put things. So in those cases, labeling or having boxes in there that are labeled makes it really easy for other people to put things away. But we'll Mm. get into more of that soon. Yeah. So (laughs) let's talk about how these cupboards get disordered, chaotic, cluttered, and scary to open. I think that one of the things is usually when you're talking about a cupboard, it's like a slow burn clutter buildup. It's not like you move house and intend that all the cupboards are just going to be disheveled. Usually it's that you put some snow or ski gear in the top of a cupboard and then some photo albums go in and then a family member passes away and so you inherit some crockery. So that goes in too. And then you're not quite sure where to put somebody's handprint in plaster from kinder. So that goes in there too. And it's this slow burn of we don't know what to do with it. And so you turn your cupboards and sometimes it's just part of a cupboard, like the top of cupboards are notorious for being this cluttered, crazy mess. And it just kind of sneaks up on you and the cupboard becomes your junk room, even though you may not, or you may have a junk room as well. And sometimes it can be, oh, quick, people are coming over. Let's just swipe, don't swipe, don't swipe. And we just like pick everything up and put it in the cupboard underneath the bench. Um, So it can be that way as well. And I do think that sometimes it is when you're moving in. Um, I think sometimes when you're moving in, if you've got loads of people to help you to move in, Mm. people just put things where they have it in their house without considering the whole picture of um, how you and your family operate in your home. That's really true. Or it could be you all are just like, quickly, let's just unpack. We're sick of seeing these boxes. Let's just get everything in cupboards and we'll make... And next weekend we'll organise the cupboards. <laughs> but next weekend, <laughs> yeah, next weekend never comes. And so you have all these great intentions of organising that cupboard, but it never, never eventuates. Yes, I'm actually really excited, Kirst. We're in school holidays as of today. And in the second week of the holidays, we're helping a family move into their new house. So we've got a whole team of professional organisers and we have helped the family pack And so what we're doing on move day is we're all turning up to the new house and our job is to unpack as the boxes are brought into the house. And I'm so excited. Like I love Mm. doing that because we know the client so well. So I've been working with this client for years and I see her probably once every six months and we just refresh an area. We've been through the whole house. We've helped them pack. And now she's not going to have unidentified objects in every cupboard in her house. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about how do you start organising those cupboards and then how do you stop the that occurring again? Mm, that's a good question. I personally think that the best way to do these random cupboards is pull it all out. I think it's really, really difficult to do a micro declutter when you're actually trying to organise as well. Because if Mm -hmm. all you're trying to do is the declutter, you absolutely can micro declutter. You can pull a box out, 
declutter it and then put the box back. But that doesn't actually solve the problem that we're addressing, which is really what's behind those cupboard doors. You'll have to excuse listeners, in my background, my neighbour not only has the whippersnipper going, they're also now chopping down a tree. But we're just going to push through and I hope that it's not too distracting and too noisy in the background. Mm. So Kirst, I reckon you've got to pull it all out. What do you think? Yes, I agree with you, although you don't, and as always, we're different. (laughs) But I do think, I think it depends on how much time you've got and what's your intention. Like, are you trying to solve this problem all today? like this one cupboard or the whole house or um, or do you just ha- do you just have an hour before you're going to footy with the kids? So think about how much time you're going to dedicate to it or what you have available to you because what you can do is take out a few items and decide whether or not these even need to stay Mm. in and so I think you can break it down and particularly for those people who feel overwhelmed um, by having a whole cupboard emptied and by um, who have got other restrictions whether they be fatigue issues or their um, time restrictions so I think um, or people restrictions, you know, if you have somebody over to help you, whether it be a professional organiser or your family or your friends in to help, I think that they all come into exactly how it is that you're going to do it. Suffice to say, though, let's pretend that you have everything is equal and everything is perfect <laughs> and you can empty the whole cupboard, then obviously I personally think that that's the best way too. Yeah. Um, But I would say even before you're doing that, I would think about opening up every cupboard or like assessing the whole house Mm, and assessing what is going on in the house and opening up every cupboard and seeing what's in there so you know what's in there and just going through the house to see which cupboards have got these crazy messes behind them and which are actually organised and then looking at the flow and function of your house because then you can decide where it is that you want things to live. So then you can look at everything and go, okay, I know I've got a cupboard. I know the linen cupboard needs to be resorted. I know that we need to have a space for all of the tools. I know we need to have a space for all of the sports gear. I know we need to have a space for paperwork. I know we need to have a space for blah, 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 whatever it is that you find in those cupboards. And then you can decide, okay, where do I want the paperwork to live in my home? Where do I want the sports equipment to live? Where do I want the shoes to live? Where do I want um, the tools to live? And so on and so forth. Because then you can empty out a cupboard and maybe none of the things in that cupboard are actually going back into that cupboard. So yes, you still have to declutter and decide what's going to live in your house somewhere, but you may not even be putting anything back in that cupboard from that cupboard. Am I making sense? Yes. I did this with a client last Thursday. We were sorting through her laundry. So it's a large laundry and there are like three full length to ceiling cupboards, one under bench cupboard and one under sink, under trough storage. So there was a lot of space and they were all full. 
So what we actually did is because we had that time is we pulled every single item out and moved it into the living space that was just off the laundry. And we sorted like with like because there were some towels underneath the bench and some in the cupboard and some cleaning products under the sink and some under the bench and some in the cupboard. And so we pulled it all out, categorized it. And so this is what's really important is once you've pulled everything out, you don't want to just look at an overwhelming mess on the floor or the bench or the kitchen table. You actually want to sort like with like, and that's Mm -hmm. when you do that declutter. So what we did in that instance was, okay, here's all your beach towels. Which ones do you want to keep? Here's your bath towels. Which ones do you want to keep? Here's your linen. Here's the doona covers. Here's the sheets. Here's the blankets and go through each specifically. So when it comes to the organizing, you know what you're dealing with. And so one of the great solutions for behind cupboard doors is containers and clear containers are awesome for behind cupboard doors because unless you're opening the cupboard door, you don't have to look through the clear container at all the things in it. And so whether it's the top of a wardrobe or a linen cupboard or it's a kitchen cupboard, if it's got a door, having clear plastic containers with that category in it is brilliant. And so we did that in the laundry and it made so much sense and we got rid of about 50% and then you can put things back in. So I I really, really encourage you to sort like with like before you do the declutter. Yes. So we sort like with like and then we declutter. How do you declutter, Amy? Oh, so many things. 260 (laughs) odd episodes, actually. Um, (laughs) Often what do you need, love and use? And when it comes to items that you have, because you um, rotate towels, sheets, tea towels, that type of thing, it's often we have that conversation of what's that schedule like? How often do you change your towels? Do you really only need two sets per person because you're going to have one out and one in the wash? And really don't just go, oh, I like the 15 towels I have. Although, you know, it's your towels, do whatever. <laughs> but how many do I need and how many am I going to use is really helpful. What else do you do? Yeah, I've, you also need to think about where it is that they're going back to because having that is also a limiter. Now, as we're talking, we're saying that maybe all of your cupboards uh, need a good declutter and organise. So... Setting limits on your things really helps because then you can go, okay, I've got 57 board games, but I only have space for 27. So now I need to get rid of 30. Yeah, and that's why there's that flow on curse, isn't there? Like as soon as mm. you start organizing what's behind one cupboard door, inevitably there will be crossover because you'll come across, say, um, the the gifts of things you've bought that you want to gift to people and you'll say so are there any more gifts anywhere else oh yeah I've got a drawer of them in the spare room there's a couple in the garage and the ones for the kids are in the top of my walk-in rope and so there really is this crossover effect of like okay well let's bring all the gifts together and how can we organize that oh, here's your wrapping paper. Is there anywhere else you have things for wrapping? Ah, there's six other places in the house. And so Mm -hmm. what that does too is it reduces overwhelm because now when you want to look for the board games, the wrapping paper, batteries, shoe polish, you actually know exactly where to go and you save time and money over and over and over again when you have things categorised and contained. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah, and that's not to say that the kids' special presents can't be put back up in the wardrobe where they can't see but all the gifts that are going to other people can live in a space that the kids can access not at all like you can have different areas of your home for different for the same item same category but different purposes Um, that is totally fine but it is trickier to know what you have when you've got stuff for the kids in this cupboard, but also that cupboard and also this cupboard. And then there's some up in those cupboards that are part that could be for the kids or they could be given to their friends when it's their birthdays. So it's just, it's a lot to keep on open in your mental tab in your brain to think about, okay, all the places that I could look for when this kid's birthday invitation comes home and I've got to think about Mm -hmm. what we're going to give to that child for their birthday. Totally, (laughs) totally. One of the things, Kirst, I discovered yesterday with a client was they were in a heritage-listed home, beautiful home, and it was like, I I think it's called a terrace where they're quite long and all the rooms are on one side, so it's like a semi-detached terrace heritage. So the ceilings are, oh, my gosh, to die for. They're like 12-foot ceilings. And they've had robes built into most of the bedrooms that are full height. Did you hear that, (laughs) listeners? Full height. Like you don't need a stepladder. You need like a double gorilla ladder to get to the top of them. (laughs) A full A-frame ladder. Uh Uh-huh. Like just to die for. Just so, so beautiful. Can you tell I liked them? And (laughs) what has happened is because it's so hard to get to the top, things just get chucked and left and forgotten. And so she was saying yesterday as we discovered a few things up the top, oh, my gosh, I've been looking for that and I haven't been able to find it. Because really when you're looking for something, the thought of getting out your A-frame ladder and climbing and passing down and having a second person to spot you, like it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. And so if you do have things categorised and in clear containers up high, label them so that you can open a cupboard door 
and at a glance without moving a single thing, you know exactly where it is and what you're looking for and how to get to it. There's no rummaging. There's no stress. You can communicate to somebody else. Hey, go into the spare room, open the cupboards, you'll figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. And just as a caveat, if you need (laughs) things to be hidden, clear labeling helps. So if you have an opaque box, have it labeled so you can look up there yes. and go they're the christmas presents yeah yeah so because we like there is a time and a place for having opaque box even though every single one of my clients hears me say on a daily basis yeah they're awful opaque boxes are not your friends yeah they are not your friends and the reason why they're not your friends is because you can't see into them out of and sight, even, out of mind yeah, even this, I cannot tell you how many people, how many times in one person's home I can go into and find boxes in boxes in boxes and they don't have a label even on the outside of the box. So you actually have to open the box to figure mm-hmm. out what's in there. They yeah. are yeah. not your friends. Those type of boxes are not your friends no. because they totally it, it totally does become out of sight, out of mind. And that's why cupboards in some ways are the same. They're opaque boxes that are not your friends. Yes. Oh, <laughs> tell you what, in fact, just let me give a sound effect. Y-E-S, yes. <laughs> I got myself one of those little buttons, Kirst, and I thought <laughs> it could be a new little tool that we bring into the podcast. When you're like vibing and something good's happening, I'm just going to slam the yes button. so one of our friends told us the other day they got themselves a please bring wine button (laughs) I don't have one of those listeners I'm so sorry but I do have a yes button so occasionally you'll hear me get excited and slam that thing down (laughs) so back to the cupboards that are not your friends unless you can clearly see what's in them when you open them and that's what that is after you've done the declutter after you've thought about how you want to function in the home and where do you want things to live. And we do want to encourage you to think about where do you use certain items in the house? So if you're using, you know, like screwdrivers and those type of tools that you use every now and again, where do you use them in the house? So, you know, maybe you've got young kids and their toys chew through batteries. And so you want a screwdriver close to the batteries potentially um, so that every time they come to you with their toy that no longer works and you have to change it, (laughs) you don't have to walk out into the back shed to get the screwdriver to be able to put the new batteries in. So thinking about the functionality of your house and how you and your unique family work and flow through your house can be really helpful. I am trying to think, Curse, in my house, if I have any cupboards that are a little bit out of control. I just feel like it might be time for a confession session. Um, (laughs) I don't think I do, though. (laughs) So we have intentionally in our house removed cupboard doors where possible. So all of our bedrooms have no wardrobe doors because we find that it's just a barrier to putting things away. Um, So that for us has been amazing. And within our wardrobes, we have a lot of containers or not a lot. We use containers where needed to have things like, um, I'm trying to think what we've got, one that's presents. The kids have one for like their camping things like sleeping bags. We've got one for the sheets. So 
things that we need to keep in the cupboards because there are no doors, so dust, we use containers. Um, but really the only other cupboard in our house is our games cupboard and that's all it has in it. Kirst, do you need to, have you got a little confession session? Do you have a cupboard in your house that could do with some organising and decluttering? I'm sure Simon would say yes. But <laughs> I'm not actually, asking Simon. No, no, I don't think so because I think, I mean, one of the things that works well in your and I's house is we've been very intentional about what lives in every space. Mm. So all of our family know where to put the mugs back because they live in one particular cupboard. Everybody in our house knows where to put the games back to because they live in one particular cupboard or cupboards in my case. We've got um, bester box, bester wall units. So the cupboards are across a couple of, the games are across a couple of cupboards, but that's the games room. Yeah. So it's fine. Um, but everybody knows where to look for light bulbs. Everybody knows where to put donations when they've grown out of something or, you know, Emily got for her birthday, got some games. So we have a one in at least one out rule, if not one in two out. And so when she got a, she had a gift voucher and she chose to buy a game with that money and I said to her you know you're gonna have to let go of a game when you get home don't you honey and she's like yep that's fine mum I still want this game and so when we came home she went through the games cupboard and pulled out two games that she didn't need and they went in the donate cupboard so awesome hang on hold your breath (laughs) (laughs) that's so good because because what you're talking about curse is that maintenance of those cupboards like at the start you said we're going to talk about how it gets there, what we do about it, but also how to stop it getting back to that chaotic mess. And that's what you're teaching your kids. Like how good that Amy gets to take that principle and learning and habit into her adult life or her teenage life and all of the rest because that really is a way of reducing the risk of things getting out of control again. Um, You can do that as you go or you might be someone who says actually every six months I'm just going to spend an hour and I'm going to go through. Now, here's the trick. When you may not have been able to do a 15-minute micro declutter at the beginning because everything was in all different cupboards, you can once you're organized because then you just pull down the one tub that has gifts in it and you go through that. And then another day you pull down another tub that has the batteries in it. Another day you pull down another tub that has your shoe cleaning stuff in it. Like you are then enabling yourself to deal with it in shorter bursts rather than feeling like every six months everything has to come out and I have to go through it all. That's not the case any longer. Yeah, and we want to encourage you to encourage other people in your home that when you see something out of place, do you just remind them, hey, honey, this actually goes over here. Did you remember that? Or um, like what happened here? Were you running out of time? you know, trying to understand where they're coming from and why they just shoved it in there rather than taking it as a personal attack on your organisation. Who left this here? (laughs) No, you don't. I don't, but sometimes I do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But and, and by asking those questions, you might actually discover that the way that you've set your home up doesn't actually function for everybody in the home. Like maybe you, you have like, let's 
say you've organized and you've put all their shoes in their bedrooms and they're all, you know, you've lined them all up and made it really, really neat for them. And then they come home and they kick their shoes off as soon as they walk in the door and you feel like you're constantly nagging them to put their shoes away. Well, if you ask them, they might go, but, you know, but whoever you are, mum, dad, you know, grandma, whoever, um, I find it really difficult. Like I just completely forget. It's just automatic habit for me to take off my shoes and then I walk out of that space and I'm not back into that entranceway until I leave the next time. And by understanding, by recognising that and helping them to recognise what their barriers are, you might then decide, well, actually, I'd rather have a shoe rack in that space or I'd rather have a shoe rack in the garage, like on the other side of the entry, so that it stops that nagging and that frustration. Kess, is there anything else we want to drop on our listeners and encourage them with before I go to a review that I have for today? Anything else around what to do behind the cupboard doors? Yeah, just want to encourage you to that you don't have to get it all done this, today when you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> if you have identified as a closet cupboard clutterer, <laughs> <laughs> a closet a closet clutterer. <laughs> I know, but a closet, meaning you're in the closet. I know, about. I know, I know. That's what I love about it. Yes. <laughs> um, make a plan. Like maybe today all you need to do is look through the cupboards and see what's in them and then sit down and write a plan about where do you want things to live. Maybe you can – you did have – maybe one of the cupboards has um, – Echoes of being organised, <laughs> meaning it was organised once, it just has other random stuff put in there. Maybe you could quickly, you know, spend 20 minutes, half an hour taking out everything that you know doesn't actually belong in that cupboard um, and putting them in the cupboards that they do belong in but not actually organising that new cupboard that you find you know, maybe it is just sitting down and thinking about, okay, how am I going to attack this? What do I, what, what, um, what do I need to set myself up for success? Do I need somebody to come in alongside me? Do I need to send the family out for the day so I can do it uninterrupted? Do I need to have two hours to do it or do I need the whole day or do I only need half an hour? How, how can I set myself up for success rather than setting myself up to feel like a failure, even though you're never a failure? Good summation. No, that's not the word. What's the word? When you summarise something, good good summary. Let's just go with good summary, <laughs> Kess. <laughs> Summer will come on and tell us what the word I'm trying to find is. In the meantime, we have a review that we received um, a couple of months ago now. You guys are amazing and have been leaving lots of reviews, so um, we're a little bit behind in sharing them. But this one was from By His Grace 92 from Apple Podcasts in the US, and it's a five-star review titled Keep On Inspiring Me. They say, I just heard that you had a one-star review left and I wanted to reject their ideas of you being annoying or laughing too much. We all need to laugh at ourselves and your energy, enthusiasm and passion comes through and motivates. 
I strive for an intentional and minimalistic life and listening to your podcast keeps me spurred on in my journey as children accumulate junk, amen, have busy schedules and family gives us stuff thinking it's enriching our lives. I need your regular reminders and tips and focus. I think of you as my friends walking with me on what is a daily struggle and daily journey as we seek balance and intentionality and attempt to pass that on to our kiddos. Well done. Keep up the good work of inspiring. So kind. And we are your friends. So I'm glad that you think of us as your friends because we we really are. We really are. (laughs) And Kirst, I know it's the end of the episode and we probably should have said this at the start. Happy four-year podversary. Yes, that was a couple of weeks ago now, but thank you. Yesterday as we're recording it. (laughs) Four years. So if you are ever looking for a little bit of a podcast binge and you haven't listened to our back catalogue, just go back, pick anywhere and get started because there's over 260 episodes you can catch up on and we can become your BFF so you listen to us in your ears. <laughs> Congratulations, Amy. Congratulations. And thanks, <laughs> listeners. We, it's no point us doing it without you, so you're part of this as well. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening for four years and putting up with our annoying or not so annoying laughing (laughs) and for putting up with Amy's new yes button. (laughs) I won't do any more till the end. You'll have to wait till next week when we will be back in your ears. We will see you then. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odour control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.